0: Lob Talk Radio.
1: Good evening and welcome to another episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. Now, y'all know this is day six of our seven-day Holy Ghost-filled revival, and we are a living sacrifice, okay? We have been... If you were just coming with us for tonight, then I want to tell you that you have been missing a whole week. So you got to go back and you got to check out these archives when you get a chance. That would be www.blogtalkradio.com backward slash Purpose Kingdom. Now... Minister Morrow, he started it out with telling us that we got to be submitted and committed. Learn that the new living sacrifice is the new thing. Then, the next day, what did we do? We learned about the new system. Now, the new system was all the way different because it was getting us ready for the new year and our new beginning of the new system. And then Aaron Minister Aaron Williams came on and told us about being consistent. And that no matter what it is that we're trying to do, if we don't have consistency in it, there is nothing that's going to be coming. But we're looking for the goodness of God. He said something about oil and grease, you know, because they said that oil gets stagnant and then it gets thickened and it hardens, but grease is always ready. So you're supposed to stay ready, be ready. The holy and acceptable standard, and the standard was Christ. When I tell you that y'all know, I listen, I've been taking good notes because at the end of the day, I realized that what we need to be doing is becoming this actual sacrifice. And then the next day, it was about the sacrifice. We actually got into how it was, what was pleasing, what was not pleasing, what was, oh, man. And last night is an unspeakable, like, I'm stuttering because of the unspeakableness of it. Because if I could only have stayed focused. Left you with a thought That kind of leads you right into today Because if you did like I told you to do You went back and you listened to it again So that you could actually hear What was going on And the difference between David and Uriah And how we can stay focused on what it is We can need to be doing Versus what we want to be doing Oh man So y'all already know that tonight We have another one of our very own Purpose Kingdom Network hosts. And uh if you know anything about this young lady, it's one thing about the way that she comes on. Because if you if you listen to the truth, it's something about when you hear the truth and you know it's the truth. And sometimes you might not even realize that you're hearing the truth, and it might not be the best thing for your ear. But it is the truth. That's what evangelist Cheryl Johnson is all about. Okay, the truth. So. A living sacrifice is going to be where we're coming from, you know, Romans 12 and 1, and I'm going to have Chaffee come on like normal, and she's going to read the scripture, and then after the scripture, the very next voice you will hear is our very own evangelist, Cheryl Johnson. Chaffee?
2: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Each and every one. I am so excited about what God has been doing and what God is going to do this evening. Hallelujah, God, as we continue in night six of our Holy Ghost-filled end-of-the-year revival. I will be reading our theme scripture for this week, which, as Minister Adrian said, is coming from Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And it reads, as I'm reading from the King James Version, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, That you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. Again, that was Romans chapter 12, verse 1, and we know that the word of the Lord is already blessed. Woman of God, it is in your hands.
0: Amen. To God be the glory for the things he has done and yet to do in our lives. And I'm excited about this revival. I'm excited about all that have come before me, and I'm excited about what the Lord has for you today or this evening to be shared. And we're talking about a living sacrifice, and my sub theme is a changed mind equals a changed life. A changed mind equals a changed life. And using the same scriptures, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, well, I'm including two in that because I want you to get this message concerning. You can't um, be the same way and expect something different. Something's got to change. So again, we heard in our hearing, Romans chapter 12, verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And verse 2 says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. So come with me today as we we, we we put this this to practical application. Amen. Because God's word is alive, and it is, it is for us to, to drink in, to take in, that we might grow in the grace and in the knowledge of him. Talking about a changed mind changes our lives. A little while ago, I I, I set up a new flat screen um, television in my living room and I put together the stand and I connected the proper wires and and that was for my fire stick connection and the the HD antenna and my DVD player, etc. And when I turned on the set, a series of options appeared on the screen along with some factory settings. So I sat down to read the instructions, and as I read the instructions, I discovered that if I wanted to have a better quality picture, if I wanted to have enhanced sound system, if I wanted to add additional channels, I would have to override the factory or default settings by performing a series of steps to reprogram the device so that I would be pleased with what I am watching. Well, just like that flat screen TV, we too have factory settings or default settings that need to be reprogrammed so that we can please God. And see, our factory settings, amen, consist of rebellion. Yes, we're rebellious sometimes, disobedient sometimes, prideful at times, complacent at times, stubborn at times. And in short, according to the book of Romans – right especially in chapters 3 and 6 sin is the culprit our factory setting is sin and the psalmist david said it best when he said we were born in sin and shaped iniquity at psalm 51 5 but thanks be to god who sent his only begotten son jesus to die for our sins and reconcile us back to a holy and righteous god and it was because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ that we are saved from the wrath to come and we have peace with God. When you get a minute, you need to read Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 10. It talks all about that. Yet, here it is where I want to go to. Yet, because we are housed in flesh, we struggle daily with our default settings. Every now and then we get rebellious. Every now and then we get prideful. Every now and then we get lazy. Every now and then we get disobedient. Every now and then we come out some kind of way contrary to how God wants us to be that would be pleasing in his sight. But I praise God for the word of God because Paul says, and he, he makes it very plain to us, he says, this default setting is something we have to deal with and struggle with on the daily basis. And it's not always a pleasing thing, but we have to realize that we have this struggle because if we don't realize we have this struggle, we'll never get delivered from this struggle. And he begins to tell us in Romans chapter 7 about this particular struggle. Verse 18, he says, For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwells no good thing, For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I can't find that. For the good that I would not, that I do not, but the evil which I would not, that's the very thing that I do. And if I do that I would not, it is not more that that I do it, but sin that dwells in me. And guess what he says? I find that a law that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. And then he cries out, O wretched man, that I am who shall deliver me from this body of sin and death. Thank God for Jesus. And all I said, all that to say is, but there's a remedy. There's a solution to this dilemma that we find ourselves in, and we thank Paul again for bringing that to our attention, and we find it right here in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Paul provides us this solution, and he says, in order for us to be able to present ourselves a living sacrifice unto God, right, Holy and acceptable, which is our reasonable service, just what we just ought to be able to do, we have to override our default settings by renewing our mind. Why? Because our minds regulate our viewpoint. Our minds regulate our attitudes. Our minds regulate our thoughts. That's why Satan desires to control our minds, because he knows that the body will act out whatever the mind dictates. So therefore, whatever or whoever controls the mind has control of your heart. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 23, 7a says, and as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. What we got to do, what we got to do, we have to, here it is, have a changed mind in order for our lives to change. And so Paul says how we do this is that our minds have to be renewed. And as I read our scripture, I find out it's a two-step process, two-step process. Amen. And you can't skip the first one to go to the second one. You've got to take it in the order that is given to us, and it's given to us in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It's right there in our word. I love the word of God. Amen. Because it's good for us, and it's refreshing for us. And he says, but don't be conformed to this world. Do you see that? Be not conformed to this world. Stop right there. Stop right there. First step. First step. About Evangelist Cheryl. Well, don't be conformed to this world means don't mimic the world. Don't imitate the world. Don't copy the world. Don't desire to be like the world. Don't compromise with the world. You can't can't go along to get along. Because the Word of God says, come out from among them and be ye separate and touch not the unclean thing. You can't go along to get along. You can't do the world and do God at the same time. Because the Bible tells us what fellowship has light with darkness or what fellowship has Christ with Belial. Mm. And then the Bible says, and here's what you're going to need to do to make this distinction, to make this separation so that you don't conform to the world. And this is a conscious effort that we have to constantly do day in and day out. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 22, put off the old man. Put it off and put on the new man which is created in righteousness and holiness after God. Put off the old man. Put off the old way of doing things. Put off the old way of thinking. Put off the old attitude. Put it off. Consciously identify it and take it off, because we're talking about a changed mind equaling a changed life. And how do I do it? First, I cannot conform. I can't afford to do that. Compromise is suicide. Can't got to be different. Got to come out. Got to be separate. Got to be a difference between you and the world, between me and the world, between us and the world, got to be a difference. Amen. This is what I see. And it's a conscious effort. That's step one. That's step one. And you can't get to step two unless you get step one together. Got to get step one together. Here it is. Step two. Right there in the word. Right after that colon. The beginning says, and be not conformed to this world, colon, but be Transformed. By the renewing of your mind. Stop there for a minute. Be ye transformed. To be transformed is to change the function or the nature or the condition of a thing. To be transformed. To be transformed is to be changed from one thing to another thing. To be transformed. And here Paul is saying this. This is how you do it. To be transformed, the only way we're going to be transformed is that our minds, just like that flat screen TV had to be reprogrammed, had to be renewed, had to be refreshed, our minds have to be renewed. Now I hear you asking, okay, so what's it going to take to renew my mind? Well, the first thing you got to do is replace that stinking thinking that you have. Yeah, always thinking negative. Always thinking that you can outthink God, always thinking that that you got a better plan than He's got because He's not moving fast enough. That kind of stuff, thinking, thinking is what you call it. Where well, you think you know better than the Almighty God, and this—that's how we—that's how we mess up. We put our little two cents in it when we don't have to do that, when we're supposed to be trusting him with all of our heart and leaning not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways, acknowledging him and let him direct our path. Well, stinking thinking thinks opposite of that, thinks God needs help. Can I renew my mind if it's cluttered with stinking thinking? So how do I declutter? How do I reprogram? How do I refresh? How do I renew my mind so that my life can change? Well, got to get in the word of God. The Bible tells us that we need to meditate on the word how often, day and night, night and day. It's not just enough for you to open up your, de- your devotion in the morning and read the commentary and skim through, through the scripture, put it down, and said you did your devotion for the day. No, that word meditate means you're going to gnaw at it, you're going to chew on it, you're going to regurgitate it, you're going to bring that thing right back up, you're going to chew over it some more, maul over it some more, study it some more, get it down on the inside, how often, throughout the day. It's not just enough just to read that scripture, put it down, and say you did your thing. No, it's not about checking the box. No, it's about getting into the Word of God and letting the Word of God get into you. Why? Because you want your mind to be renewed. You want your mind to be refreshed. You want your mind to be reprogrammed, and you can only do that. Why? Here it is, because you are inundated 24-7, 365 by outside forces that are contrary to the Word of God. And if you're not putting in the Word of God and getting that down on the inside, amen, then you're going to be overcome by the outside forces, amen. See, and, and you've got to watch what you put in your ear gates, and you've got to watch what you put in your eye gates. You've got to watch because the adversary is very smart. And he's just not going to show it to you blatantly. It's going to be subtle, and it's going to come at you and come at you and come at you and come at you. And if you're not fortified with the word of God that you can block the darts, the fiery darts that come out, you're going to fall. But we're talking about renewing our mind. Why? Because we want to be a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is something we just ought to be doing how do we do it? my mind needs to be renewed and how is that i need to replace that stinking thinking how do i do that well first of all by getting into the word of god but there's still another thing i gotta change my thought pattern if i were to read philippians chapter 4 8 and i don't have time but if i had to it tells me what to think about think on the things that are true Think on the things that are honest. Think on the things that are just. Think on the things that are pure. Think on the things that are lovely. Think on the things that are a good report. And if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on those things. Change that thought pattern. Start thinking, here it is, with the mind of Christ. Because your mind has to constantly be renewed. Your mind is the battleground. So you've got to keep it fortified. You've got to keep it ready because I told you before earlier, the enemy wants to take your mind because he knows if he can control your mind, he can control you. But we want to renew our mind because we want to be a living sacrifice unto God. So I'm going to get into that word. I'm going to change my thought pattern. I'm going to tell you what, if you stay in the word long enough, your thought per- pattern is going to change anyway. But you have to consciously do this. Consciously do this. Next thing you need to do is you need to fortify your mind by using our spiritual weaponry. Yeah, because the word of God is going to tell us in, in uh, what, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, it's going to tell us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Uh-huh. Got to fortify your mind by using our spiritual weaponry. Well, what's our spiritual weapon? Prayer. Be careful for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God. Prayer. Got to get into it. Got to saturate yourself with it. Got to pray with somebody. Got to pray about somebody. Got to pray for somebody. Amen. This is what we're talking about, because you want your mind to be renewed. Spiritual weaponry. What else is spiritual? The word of God itself. Well, the word of God is quick, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's the word, I tell you, not your thoughts, not your opinion. For even Jesus said that that, that you cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Got to get that word. That's your spiritual weaponry. What else? Praise is your spiritual repertory, fortifying your mind with praise. I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord, and the humble shall hear their glad, and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Just talking about spiritual weaponry that you're going to need to fortify your mind. Amen. So that you get this renewed mind and replace this thinking thinking so that you can be a living sacrifice, pleasing unto God. But what else? Does Romans chapter 12, verse 2 tell me, after I do this two-step, after I don't conform to the world, and after I transform by the renewing of my mind? Well, it tells me why I need to do that. Here it is, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Others, in other words, that others can see the Christ in you so that you can represent Christ and present Christ well to others. That's what it's talking about, recognizing the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And what is that? That is to think more like Christ. Got to have the mind of Christ. Got to be filled with his joy and filled with his peace and filled with his mercy and filled with his compassion and filled with his love and filled with his concern. That's the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What else is it? It's living more like Christ. Your life has to reflect Christ. You can't just be talking about it. You got to be about it. You got to be more than just a hearer. You got to be a doer. Because we're talking about a renewed mind that we need, that will change our lives so that we can be this living sacrifice that God is looking for, that good and acceptable and that perfect will of God. What else is it? It's being humble. It's being holy. And holiness is a lifestyle. Not necessarily talking about how you dress. No, it's a lifestyle, how you live it. Is your life representing Christ? Do people see Christ in you, or do they just see you? Holiness is a lifestyle. All manners of conversation, the Bible calls it, your lifestyle. How you live, what you're about, what you talk about, what you think about, what you do. Does it reflect Christ? Is it pleasing to God? Does it line up with his word? Are you talking loud and saying nothing? Are you about Christ? Just talk about being humble, talk about being holy, talk about being meek, mild-mannered, not flying off the handle of every little thing, not holding no grudges, being unforgiving, being angry, all that kind of foolishness over nothing. I'm not talking about righteous indignation. That's different. I'm just talking about anger. you mad. You're just angry. You're just envious. That's not Christlike. That's That's not that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If you're talking about being a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, then Paul says don't conform to this world, but you be transformed. And how? By the renewing of your mind. That means replacing that stinking thinking. That means changing your thought pattern. That means fortifying your mind by using your spiritual weaponry. That means recognizing that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That means being more like Christ. That means being filled with his love, with his joy, with his peace, with his compassion, with his love. That means loving more like Christ. It means living more like Christ. It means being humble. It means being holy. It means being meek. It means being lowly. Don't leave 2022 and enter into 2023 with the same mindset that you had. Come on. Let's do it Christ's way. Come on. Let's get our mind renewed. Come on. Let's live for Christ. Come on. Let's get our lives changed. And Paul says you can only do that with a renewed mind. You can present your body, a living sacrifice, only with a renewed mind. Amen. And when you do that, things are going to be able, begin to change for you. Favor is going to pour out all over you. People are going to see the Christ in you. People want to be drawn to you, and when they're drawn to you, you're going to point them to Christ. People want to know, well, how are you making it? And how come this? And how come that? And how come you're not losing your head when everybody else is losing their head? And how come you so meek? And how come you so mild? And how come you handling this? And how come this and how come that? Why? Because you decided that it's going to take a renewed mind, and when my Mine is renewed with the freshness, here it is, with the freshness of Christ. Things have to happen. Blessings have to come. Favor has to come. Deliverance has to come. Healing has to come. Has to come. Amen. So as I close my Bible, I'll say it once again. And that is... A changed mind equals a changed life. And how do your mind get changed? It needs to be renewed. It needs to be reprogrammed. Override those factory settings, those default settings, and let Christ shine in your life. Let him take control. Let the Holy Spirit saturate you through and through. So that you're no longer thinking like you. You're thinking with the mind of Christ. You see things with God's eyes. You hear things that God is talking to you about. You hear his voice louder than the other voices that are out there. And you're representing Christ and presenting him well to someone who needs to know who he is. A changed mind will equal a changed life. Let's let the Lord renew our minds so that we can be that living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. God bless you. Now, I know I said a lot, and some of us are out there thinking, and I really hope this got you thinking, Am I, is my mind renewed? Has it been reprogrammed? Have I accepted the one who can do it? Well, this is your opportunity even right now. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ in the porting of your sins, well, now is your opportunity. Today is the day of your salvation. Today is the day that you can drop the stinking thinking. Today is the day that you can line up with Christ. Today is your day. And the Bible says that the day you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Harden not your heart. You need to come to Jesus just as you are. Just as you. Don't wait to get yourself right because you can't get yourself right. He's the only one that can get you right. And when you come to him, not only will he give you a new heart, But he'll change your mind, and he'll change your thoughts, and he'll change your life. For the Bible lets us know that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. So what did God do? He commended his life or his love to order that while we were yet sinners, the Bible says Christ died for us. So now he gives you the invitation. Behold, I stand at the door and I knock, and if any man hear my voice, open the door. Jesus said, I'll come in, and I'll sup with him, and he with me. For so whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be, shall be saved. And how do you do it? It's real easy. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. The Bible says you shall be saved. Why? For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Today is your day. And if that's you, you can say this prayer along with me. Lord Jesus, I confess to you that I am a sinner. And I believe that you are the son of God. And I believe that you died for my sin and that God raised you from the dead. Now, Jesus, I open the door of my heart. Come into my life today and forgive me of all of my sins and save my soul. Thank you, Jesus, for hearing my prayer, saving my soul. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. And I just want to tell you, if you prayed that prayer, welcome to the family of God. Welcome to the family of God. And today is the first day of the rest of your life in Christ. Now, here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to do in order to live this life that I've been talking about and getting this renewed mind and being refreshed and all of that. And living out this life more abundantly, you're going to need to have to seek out and connect with and join with a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. Because you want to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you want to learn about the many promises that God has for you in his word. And you want to learn about the purpose that he has for your life. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Sister Adrian. today is your day. Get ready, get ready,
1: get ready, get ready. Man, you're next in line for a miracle. You better come on, Sister Cheryl. (laughs) What a word, what a word, what a word. Wait a minute, y'all. A renewed mind equals a a changed mind, excuse me, equals a changed life. By renewing and reprogramming, your mind the default session i like that i like that now, i don't know if anybody is out there and they listening and they said this was awesome and i just received god and oh she said something about a church i ain't been in the building in so long and and rest assured that you are in the right place right here at purpose kingdom network we have two full weeks of programming where you can be as close as you need to be to your bible teaching Bible preaching every day is a new word for two full weeks of programming. And when I tell you that this is just only a little taste of what happens weekly, daily here at Purpose Kingdom Network. I want to thank Evangelist Cheryl for uh, really just setting us up. For one more day, because we have one more day in this year. And one more day is not going to be the day that everything miraculously just changes for you. But guess what? You can change where you are just by the renewing of your mind. She said a whole lot tonight, y'all. I mean, I'm just going to pick up on the stinking thinking, because I know (laughs) there's too many people out here tonight that got stinking thinking and then have the audacity to speak. What they thinking. And now you heard her say that everything that come out of the mouth is what we live. So how is it that you live in it if you got stinking thinking? You're not. You're actually only living what you're thinking, and it's thinking. And now is the time to be wiped up. I just am so excited. I want to bless God for you tonight. You you set us up for the evening. And y'all know now tomorrow is a little bit different. Tomorrow we're not meeting at 8 o'clock. We're meeting at 11 o'clock because we are going to bring the new year in the way that New Year's is supposed to be. They call it watch night. What we're doing is we're watching one one year in and the other one come in. That's what we're going to do, and we welcome you to do it tomorrow with us at 11 p.m. And I don't know if y'all know it or not, but uh, we have our very own Pastor Tyleen Daly. Now, if you've been here all week and you've been hearing me call her Chappie, she got a whole lot of names. I ain't going to go there with all the names that we call her. But when she brings forth this word, it will be Pastor Tyleen Daly coming to you at 11 p.m. So Remember, if you are new to Purpose Kingdom Network, please go check out our archives. Seven years. This is our seventh, seventh, seven-day Holy Ghost-filled revival. So www.blogtalkradio.com backward slash Purpose Kingdom is how you find these archives. If you need to hear just the revival itself, just go and click the link that you've seen when you got the little advertisement and it's going to take you back to what happened tonight and what happened yesterday and then you just on and go through it. Have a ball. Because it's like I said it's over a thousand and seven, it's over 1700 episodes sitting there for your liking. But my goodness, my goodness a changed mind equals a changed life. If you didn't know it I hope you know it tonight, that the one thing that you can't do is fail. With God, nothing is impossible. And if you were here tonight, that was a word for you. And if it wasn't for you, it's for the first person that you meet tomorrow to encourage them to get on and hear this word. We are preparing ourselves for the 2023 to come on in. And I know that my 2023 is really about me. But it's about me becoming exactly what it is that we should be, that living sacrifice, being examples of Christ, Christ's example. Woo! She was hot in there tonight. Man. she got a lot of it in there. She said, come on, let's do it. Come on, let's do it. Come on, let's do it for Christ. That's something to leave you with. Don't forget, y'all, we're here tomorrow night at 11 p.m. because we are going to let the ball drop wherever it may. But we know where we're going to be. We're going to have the prayers up right at the time when it should be. So I'm going to pass this back over to Dr. Reverend. Look, I'm calling you a doctor because she, she <laughs> laid it down, okay? She was in that emergency room with this thing. She she held me today. But I'm going to turn it back to Evangelist Cheryl. And I just want to say again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Beautiful, marvelous, magnificent words And uh, please make sure Everybody, y'all are here tomorrow At 11pm Make sure you have a good evening And Cheryl, the ministry is back in your hands
0: Amen To God be the glory for the things he has done You heard the word tonight So you heard the word So now that you heard it You got to do it you can't just be a hearer, you gotta be a doer of the word as well. You can't just, you know, just you gotta be about it, about what God and what is God doing? God is saying, You need to change your mind so I can change your life. Your mind needs to be renewed, it needs to be changed. You need to drop that stinking thinking, you gotta move on, you gotta relinquish and replace all of that stuff that's not like God and start following up with his thoughts and with his precepts and yielding our minds to the will of God. And how do we do that? By being renewed in our mind. Paul told us, and he said there's two steps, real easy. Don't conform. he tell you what don't do. Don't follow at the world. Don't compromise. Don't go along to get along. Leave that alone. He called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And the second thing he said is be transformed. Be changed. Change that function, change that nature, change that condition, change it. Renew that mind. Replace that stinking thinking. Change your thought patterns. Fortify your mind by using your spiritual weaponry and recognizing that good and accept will of God. And what is that? It's to think more like Christ, having the mind of Christ, be filled with his joy, with his peace with his compassion, with his love, live more like Christ, humble, holy, meek, lowly, and desire to present your body a living sacrifice with a renewed mind, a changed mind, so that your life can be changed. To God be the glory for the things he has done. I am Evangelist Cheryl Johnson, and you heard the word, and you're with us in revival. Hold on to all of it. Share it with everybody, and let's do this thing together. Let's move from 2022 to 2023 with a changed mind and a changed life. To God be the glory for the things he has done. God bless you. I'm Evangelist Sheryl Johnson. And I'm out. Peace be with you. Jesus bless. He raised
1: me. He, I will not lose. He saved me. I <laughs> will, will not lose. lose. He me, I will <laughs> not
0: lose. Never want to see down. I will not lose.